everyone, and welcome back to another episode of These Are the Voyages. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney, and joining me once again for stuff that's related to Star Trek, you know, my dear friends, Lieutenant Commander Eric and Lieutenant Commander... Actually, strike that. I still can't keep this stuff straight. Commander Eric. That's right, you call me Commander. <laughs> Not Lieutenant Commander. And Commander David. I earned that. I earned that promotion. <laughs> <laughs> that I earned that self promotion. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Good job. Good job on that. Good job on that. How about you, David? Did you uh, earn your self promotion? Um. <clears throat> okay, no. Good. Only Eric. Only Eric earned his self promotion. Well done, Eric. <laughs> That's right. Well, everyone, welcome back to another uh, another little adventure, a little little jaunt down uh, this little show that we call Lower Decks that we're going to be chit-chatting about tonight. But uh, in the meantime, what have you fellows been up to since we uh, last spoke with each other on on the line? Sure, I'll go for <laughs> <it>. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Commander. <laughs> okay, I was gonna get. Let, I was gonna let you go, David. No, um, my my aunt Chris, uh, my dad's sister, came up for a visit. She was up for the weekend. Got to visit with her. I haven't seen her in a while. Um, uh, she went out with my brother and his wife to the circus, but just with us, we just went out to to lunch and walked around the Pearl in San Antonio. Um. Uh, we went, we also, Raquel and I, we went to Six Flags this weekend, this past weekend. I hadn't, I haven't been to like a, an amusement park, theme park. Chase, Chase, did you go on the senior class trip to Cedar Point? You know, bud, you're, you're bringing up wounds. And I feel like this like goes back to a conversation <laughs> that we had not too long ago because I didn't take physics. Didn't take physics. Okay. So no. So the answer would be no. That's, you didn't. That's a go hard no. Trip. Yeah, I did not go. Okay. Well, our family used to go to six foot no, to Cedar <laughs> Point quite yeah. a bit. To Cedar Point quite a bit. You know, it was only like a four-hour drive or whatever. And you know, I'm sure David's been to Cedar Point, being in Ohio. No, he's never been. Yep. Is that what they call you, Ohioans, Ohioans, <clears throat> Buckeyes? Um, yeah. Why not? Okay. Anyway, Cedar Point, great place. Used to go there all the time. Haven't been there in probably 17 years, wow. right? I think that's the last time I've been to... Wow. <laughs> say it like that. 17 years. I don't think I've been on a roller coaster since then either, honestly. Wow. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Six Flags, you know, Fiesta, Texas. They got some good rides. We spent the whole day there. Um, I really liked the one. It was, it was like called... Dr. Diabolical's death dive or something like, you know, some I love that alliteration. That's great. Yeah. Thing like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was basically like it took you up and then it dropped you at almost straight down. Mm, like, mm -hmm. and when you got up to the top, instead of just going up and then going over, you got to the top and it stopped you there while you were like looking down before it, it dropped wow. you. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. Um, uh, we also, I was like, we were buying tickets. I was like, "Do you want to buy the haunted attractions upgrade?" 
And then she was like, yeah, I want to buy the Haunted Attractions upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> and so there were like six haunt, five or six haunted houses like the, at, at there as well. If you bought the pass, you could go into all of them. <laughs> we went to one of them. <laughs> it was like Rockville High Zombie Prom or something oh, nice. like that. You know, nice. <laughs> prom got turned into zombies. And then and after that one, she, like she was like pretty scared and grabbing onto me. And then, and then we went to the other one. It was Carnival 3D. Mm. <laughs> it was just like killer clowns. That one was. I love a good. I way. love a good killer, killer clown. Wow. <laughs> that was terrible. And she was like freaking out how scared it was. And she's like, "We're done. No more haunted houses. That's it." <laughs> <laughs> no, that like that killer clown one was pretty scary. I like. They were like. Whatever you do, do not touch the clowns. I promise you, they will not touch you. Wow. <laughs> there were some clowns. I was like, I'm going to push you out of the way and run mm-hmm. by you. Because they were, like, blocking the way. You couldn't get past mm-hmm. them. I was like, get on my way, you creepy clown. I'm, I want out of this place. I think the the first time I went to uh, Cedar Point, I had to have been in eighth grade at uh, Warwick Point Academy. And... I can't. I don't know if it was like just an eighth grade field trip that we did, or like what it was. But I, I seem to recall it was just the eighth grade. Maybe it was seventh graders too. Anyway, it was my very first time going there, and I, I think the Millennium Force had to have been around by then. I think it had just come out like not too uh, long ago by the, by that point. And it's like, oh nope, not gonna ride that. But there were these two rides at Cedar Point that I was just obsessed with. Just obsessed with. And I, I think I rode them most of the day and it was um, oh, what was it called? Gemini, which was a wooden roller coaster at Cedar Point. And uh, this other one, which was like this kind of like hanging cart kind of thing. I don't know if it's still there, but it was called um, Iron Dragon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember that one too. Um, I think my favorite was always the Raptor. It was like the first one when you came in the park. It was like the dangling mm-hmm. feet one. I really, I really like that one. Yeah. Well, you know, and speaking of um, of Six Flags, uh, my daughter's birthday is going to be coming up here pretty soon, and um, she doesn't know this, but um, I think I've mentioned it on here before. Uh, we're going. So I, I have a professional conference um, in early December in Florida. And um, in the days leading up to that, uh, me and my wife and my daughter, we're going to go out to Florida together and we're going to take uh, my daughter to Disney, Disney World for the first time. So we got to get her ready, but we're not going to tell her that she's going to Disney until we're actually like leaving for the airport to go to Disney. So it's going to be great. Um, so that'll be mad. That'll be magical taking it really well yeah. to Disney World for the first oh, yeah. time. So the thing that um, that we're doing for her birthday, which is going to be coming up here pretty soon, is we're going to take her to, to Six Flags and just start to get her used to, like, riding rides and stuff and, like, riding it with her. And The one down here? Or is there one? The, in, the in original. The yeah, the original, like, the HQ is Six Flags Over Texas, which is in Arlington. So, yeah, oh, that's okay. the one that started it all for all the Six Flags parks. So, yeah, we'll be going there and... Um, for her birthday and during the day I think our, I think the day that we're going because it's so close to Halloween 
or you know it's like starting the Halloween season or whatever um, they have like this thing called kids boo fest so you can like dress up or I think you can dress up or whatever so it's like very like low on like the scare factor which is great for you know a five-year-old basically so I mean it's gonna, be, it's gonna be fun like we're gonna walk around and like get her used to like walking around in a park and um, you know having fun so yeah we did a lot of walking it was like we I checked my my Fitbit it was like nine miles we walked around that park nice nine miles so that was like what was that about 18 19 thousand steps <laughs> yeah, I think by the end of the day it was close to 20. Okay. Very good. Very good. David just like listening into this this park talk. Yeah. Good times. Fun parks. <laughs> Happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Man. <laughs> okay. Well, David, would you like to fill us in with what's going been going on in your world, man? Uh, let's see. Have I really done anything? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I well went to Ohio State game. Okay. Watched them beat up on Arkansas State. That had been the first time I've been to one of those since college, so long, long time now. Um, yeah, it's it's been a fairly boring week. I can dig it. Uh, just house on the market uh work is employee appreciation week this week so you know i had to appreciate people (laughs) i know how hard that can be i bought everybody lunch today wait you have reached you have reached the part of your career where employee appreciation day you're not the person being appreciated you're the one doing the appreciating i mean essentially yes i strive to reach that <laughs> in my career <laughs> i don't think i'll ever be the the, the appreciator and not the appreciate e no no die yeah i mean I, I don't know how appreciated i was no, I, I bought everybody lunch today, which was nice. You know, generally during this time, I let them uh, pick mm-hmm. pick a place, and then we bring food in. So, mm-hmm. so that was uh, that was fun. But yeah, I don't know. It's it been a relatively boring week. I'm gonna go to uh, probably the last baseball game of the year tomorrow, and then uh, uh, my brother's <laughs> diaper party mm. is Saturday, okay. which. I didn't know we as men had to do that, uh, but the diaper party. See, nobody knows. Nah, I mean it's uh, so their their uh, their child is due in December. So yeah, it's basically just where where men, you know, only men with mustaches and stuff get together and they give the diapers. I guess. Dude. A baby shower, but dude, for real. Yes, but but for men, a manly shower, you could say, you know. But now we're we're just we're going to. um, One of his friends picked out this place, and apparently he's getting our father to come up too, which is hilarious because he doesn't go anywhere. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is we're going to a place that serves fancy grilled cheese. Mm when we could have went to like any number of really nice German restaurants, it's September, 
all the Oktoberfest beers are out. We could just shove sausages in our mouth, but like in a manly way, of course. Um, <laughs> but we could have done anything. But no, we're we're gonna go we're gonna go eat grilled cheese, and uh, and it'll it'll be fine. Uh, and then I was asking the other day, it's like, so do you really just want us all to like buy diapers? Because what I mean, what folks are gonna do is they're just gonna buy a whole bunch of newborns. It's like I could just get you a gift card for like later. It's like you to purchase what you need for later when they've grown out of newborns and stuff. So anyway, uh, yeah. So that's Saturday, and uh, uh, then yeah, that's that's yeah, that's man. It, I think yeah. I mean diapers, man. Those suckers are expensive, and like yeah, they are. The, oh my gosh, like so expensive, and. Yeah, like don't pro tip, don't if you go to like a, a baby shower or whatever this thing is called, a diapering or whatever. I don't know. What what do you what do you call it? A diaper party. Diaper party. Man. The diapering. That sounds more epic. <laughs> that sounds like a bad horror movie. In the small town where all the diapers go. One man. <laughs> This is Diaper Hill, the diapering. Well, the, the, the other scam here is, is so technically you get bilk twice because you have the diaper party and then the baby shower. So, you know, it's just a way to get multiple things on two fronts. I'm okay with getting diapers. I mean, look, look. Like, we're, we're I mean, John's probably going to be in diapers for... Uh, I'd say at least another uh, probably 10 months or so until we can get him like on a good track like with potty training I think we got my daughter Elena I think she was potty trained like a little bit after she was like maybe two a little bit after that so I mean John will be 18 months here pretty soon so I mean we gotta we gotta get with the gettings really that long I know dude stop stop (laughs) Hey, 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 you're old. I'm the elder statesman of the group. <laughs> David's the baby. Here we go, here we go. Eric, can you turn your hearing aid up so you can hear us? Okay, you elder statesman, you. What? Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> what What did you say? What, you whippersnapper? What did you say? No, I said the muta meta metabucil's on the way. <laughs> Along with your prune juice, it's a warrior's you drink. Did you take your Carnation Instant Breakfast this morning? <laughs> oh, you ate toast. Solid food for once. Very good. <laughs> why did we? Why did we just turn into like old men from New Don't York? Don't know. <laughs> like, is that the is that the quintessential old man? Basically, the 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 father from Independence. Exactly. Day. That's hey, what I'm we a, all became. I'm a I'm a I'm a child of a new yorker that's that's true forty thousand dollars for a hammer twenty thousand dollars for a toilet seat (laughs) oh man oh man okay okay all right well shall we move on shall i move on let's move on let's get it okay everyone let's let's go ahead and talk trek Thank you.
is your red alert. We are going into spoilerific territory as we talk about Star Trek Lower Decks Season 3, Episode 4, Room for Growth. Guys, guys, we, we're now into the fourth episode of Lower Decks for this season. And, um, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're doing, like, out of all the shows, like, I just want to give credit where credit is due. Out of all the shows, they are just somehow nailing the cold open. Like, for real. Yeah, because they're keeping it short. Exactly. Yeah. Very <laughs> it's short. Not 15, it's not our opening lodge meeting. 15 right? minutes. Roll credits. Yeah, it's like. Roll intro. <laughs> I love seconds. it. Boom. Intro. I love it. You know, like, in fact, so um, uh, these last, I don't know, like maybe month or two, I've been watching uh, Madam Secretary on, on Netflix. And I don't know if y'all have ever watched Madam Secretary either when it was originally on or on streaming or whatever. But holy shnikes, like they are just as bad as these other shows that we've been reviewing. Like Madam Secretary. Like, sometimes, like, they don't, like, roll the title card until, like, 20 minutes in. I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the freaking point of even doing that? Like, just show me the end credits when it, when it comes time. Just, anyway, I'm good. So, this episode, like, we find the Lower Deckers just hanging out um, by, like, their bunk beds, basically. By their, by their sleeping quarters. Just hanging out. And, like, for some reason, there's just, like, so many folks on the Cerritos. And then... You know, like we have a dude in a towel, like, hey, you know, you can replicate a bigger towel. <laughs> I love that, by the way. <laughs> and, like, everyone's just, like, kind of, like, you know, irritated about that. And then, of course, things just get fun. And that's Freeman wearing this, like, ancient civilization alien mask. The data mask. <laughs> like the third time. <laughs> Stop touching masks. <laughs> And starts turning the ship into this, like, ancient civilization. And um, I think the thing I love the most about, like, this cold open was just how it ended. Like, you know, Boimler's, like, holding his, like, beautiful little, like, Lindsay Sterling-esque violin. And then, like, Freeman, with her magical powers, like, zaps it and turns into, like, this stone thing. He's like, man, I just got done tuning that. (laughs) Roll credits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chase, you know, you said, let's give credit where credit is due. They're nailing the the cold mm-hmm. opens. I, I'm just going to say, let's give credit where credit is due. They're, they're nailing, like, the entire episode this season. Like, I, I like this show definitely grew its beard, 100%. Right? I'm, I'm with you on and that. And it's like, I'm like, something changed from the first two seasons to now like David's like are they listening to us like are they listening? thank you not are they listening to like us they, no they are gen- they are like specifically but like, are they listening us. to us collective as a fan group because something changed like clearly something in the writers room changed because this season is just markedly better than the two that came sure. before it well everything before was so chaotic and now it's like the episodes have a centralized theme, you know, in, in this one, it's, it's stress and what stress can do to you mm-hmm. 
over being overworked and everything because we're, we're kind of starting to see that the Cerritos is actually somewhat more well-known uh, definitely out in the thick of it as opposed to kind of like a joke because it just seemed like beforehand they were just making everything a joke you know the Cerritos is a joke the captain is a joke Ransom's a joke lower decks are a joke everything's just a but now we're actually seeing that you know they do have more of an impact and um, and I think that just on, a, on an episodic basis they're they're giving each episode more of a, a theme as opposed to just some rolling punchline mm-hmm. just instead of just Easter eggs there's still yeah. Easter eggs but it's not just episodes built around Easter how eggs how much Star yeah. Trek can we put into Star Trek right yeah yeah, and I also don't feel like there's five different storylines going on in each episode. True. I think that helps significantly. Very much so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because, re- I mean, realistically, we only deal with two, you know, two storylines here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, cold open happens. Like, they did a great job with it, like we were just saying. And uh, then we get into it. And... We find out, um, among other things, that there's um, there's this other squad that is in play, and I'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but um, you know, we're, there's the the two storylines in general are engineers are being overworked because of all the shenanigans, all the things that have just been happening, not just shenanigans, just things that have been happening to the Cerritos recently. Um, so they're, they're basically being told you need to go have some mandatory fun basically. And like, you need to relax basically. And then you have like Boimler and company Mariner and all them that, um, like they're having to like kind of stay behind and, and do whatever. But at the same time, like there's this like lottery of sorts, um, for new quarters, some nice, shiny, fancy, penthouse style quarters come on somebody yeah. i want that can i get can i have some of that four di- four different rooms on deck one i was under the impression that deck one was just the bridge the observation room and the captain's ready room which i don't even know if there is a I mean, captain like i don't know have we seen the yeah we, yeah we have we've seen all those things right observation lounge mm-hmm. definitely captain's ready room right yeah I, like, uh, I was under the impression that's all there was on deck mm-hmm. one no quarters. Nope. So, um, so anyway, all that stuff is going on, and through a series of events, um, you know, with with Rutherford having to go away with all the engineering crew, which I just want to say, like, that sounds kind of odd to me. Like, I realize, I mean, okay, guys, I, I realize this is a twenty some odd minute show, or whatever, but like, your entire engineering crew is being beamed away to go have a, a spa day like I mean who's left to kind of take care of the ship it just a I mean, skeleton crew I mean yeah we don't we don't know exactly how many people I'm sure there's not a thousand people on the Cerritos right no. either what like four or five hundred right we know the Enterprise Kirk's Enterprise had about four hundred people mm-hmm. right <clears throat> so you've got to imagine there's a pretty decent sized engineering team right 50, 60 people at least, mm-hmm. right? 
So how many, how, I mean, let's just assume that's the size, 50 people. Well, like seven of them went on this, on this retreat, right? Mm -hmm. To the pleasure barge, the pleasure palace, whatever you want to call it. The dove. (laughs) The karma barge. Karma barge. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, there's still probably plenty of people left to do the engineering thing. I'm trying to find like what the crew complement would be for it's 794 meters long the Cerritos is. Okay. Just can you can you math that for me? How many people that is? <laughs> I don't know what's that comparison to the other common ships. Well, let's find out, shall we? Like Voyager Voyager had a crew of 117 when they started at the end of Caretaker. Right when all the the crew original crewmen and Maki crewmen died, and then they came together, it was like 117. Okay. So yeah, the Galaxy class, um, could, it said they could have a complement of up to 6,000 crew members, and that includes um, civilians as well and their families. So that's the Galaxy class. Um. Yeah, this is a great podcasting, just doing this stuff on the fly. Yeah, that's how it works. It's all about the details. We're the detail guys. Just keep going, guys. Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, there is a, what, uh, four rooms, right? Yeah. That are <clears throat> on deck one. <clears throat> and they want them because they don't want to be sleeping in bunks in the hallway. I wouldn't want to. But but Tendi in overhears Delta Shift, Ooh. the evil Delta Shift people <laughs> conspiring to rig the lottery system to get their names so they'll be chosen for the the special fancy penthouse quarters on deck one, and because Delta Shift is our arch enemy. They can't have it. We have to have them. So we have to beat them at their own game. And we have to get up to the bridge or wherever, somewhere first, so we can rig it ourselves instead of them. That's true. Oh, I I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but, like, Delta Shift, they're, like, the exact same drawings. The characters are the same drawings. They're just, like, different hair color different hair and different but like the face and the body is exactly yeah. the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's especially true with Tendi and and the then the, whoever her mirror is well i don't know any of the delta shift well names. even um like for a second you saw like the the delta shift version of rutherford too that showed up oh, yeah did we? and like at, at one point like you see like this delta i think it was um Oh, toward, towards the end yep. when they're all in there. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. And he didn't have, like, the cyborg thing, but he did have, like, an eye patch over the same eye. Uh, I see. <laughs> it should have been mirror. It should have been the opposite <laughs> eye. No, Eric, you want Eric? Well, you... Maybe they all could have had Hold goatees. On. Hold on. Hold on. We got to talk about this, guys. Hold on. <clears throat> you know, Eric, there's this little little show you might have heard of it called Star Trek Discovery and 
Yeah, I've you heard might have of heard it. of it. It's a it's a show. It's been around for a few years. It's, it's does it does some Star Trek stuff every now and again. Almost five. It's almost fine. five yeah. years. And um, they do a lot of mirror universe stuff. And I, I seem to recall you talking about like getting in your shuttlecraft and going home. And here you are. I didn't say mirror no, universe counterpart. No, I just said you're the character. You're, you're alluding to mirror mirror universe stuff. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying like if one of them is left-handed, make the other one right-handed. Like so, they're like mirror I think David twins. David agrees with me on this one. It's a fine line you're walking there. Yeah, let me go get the guardian for forever for you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Your beard itching? You might want to get some beard oil on or something. <laughs> oh man, man, man! My editing skills are going to be at work on this episode. I'm just wow. Okay, so. Uh, so the this is where like things start to get real interesting. So like we're gonna go try and stop um, Delta Force, um, Delta Shift. Sorry. Um. <laughs> You've been waiting all day for that joke. Yeah. Did you test drive that I did one? Not. That was that was right there, right then and there for you guys. And uh, and then we have then we have like Spa Day. Like we have we have people going to the spa. So do y'all care who we talk about first? Any preference? No. Okay. So. So yeah, we, we we have we have the engineering team. Okay, let's just let's just talk about them. Um, they are just like our our chief engineer. He is just on edge. Like even leading up to this, like just I think slapping shacks and everything like that. That was that was I hilarious. love that so much. That that animation, just the little weird little cock and you know slap and then the secondary <laughs> smaller little slap <laughs> oh man so weak <laughs> and and we 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 end up we end up on this um this little spa ship thing called the dove i think is what it was called and um we're greeted by this like three-armed alien thing which i realize you guys aren't going to like pick up on this but for anyone that's ever seen the Phineas and Ferb Disney movie called Candace against the universe the alien model in the in that movie looks pretty similar to what we see in this particular episode um, so I was like where have I seen that alien before it was like it was weird like some weird deja vu type stuff like glitch in the matrix type of stuff you know what I'm saying but yeah like these engineers, like, they're there, they, and, like, they're just, like, walking through the door, and, like, they're getting, like, some basic tour, yeah, and... You gotta say, Carol Freeman goes yes, with them, Yes, sorry, yes, Carol Freeman goes, too, <laughs> to make sure that they relax, and so she can relax, too, but they go through this first swishy door, and, like, she barely turns her, like, the, the head alien, like, spa, whatever, coordinator person, turns her head, and they've, they're already, like, your door wasn't working, so we fixed it for you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Engineers gonna engineer. Yeah. I, I they're always tinkering, right? Smart you're just a tinker. Got tinker. Okay, Eric, I had I have to ask you about this. So like part of the tour is like we have a room for puppies. And if you're more sadistic our most favorite puppy play. Yeah, and if you're a little bit more sadistic, we have cats. <laughs> Yeah, for the more uh, deviant, deviant argue, among you, we deviant, are the yeah. Oh my god! No, I like I laughed pretty pretty hard at that, and I was like, 
Stop making fun of us cat people. <laughs> you know, they're cat. There's nothing wrong with us cat people. <laughs> wow. And then, um, there, nothing's nothing's off limits. Um, we have a Klingon here, but we're too afraid to ask him to leave. He's yeah, he's a little over this time. <laughs> and there's like a Tellarites in like a mud yep. bath, or yeah. people in like a Tellarite mud bath. Yeah. Every step. Yeah, yeah, the Klingon is just throwing stuff. <laughs> throwing bat laps. And stuff. Look at the joy on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every step of the way, like trying to get the end, like this engineering team to relax. It's not happening. They're like engineering ways to like throw throw them off the scent and stuff. Like they're getting like a Manny Petty. Like the Petty's great. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want the Manny. But it's like it's like a it's like a pedicure for your finger toes. <laughs> and they what what put they have they're wearing these like bracelets to kind of like monitor their stress levels, and they got somehow got like extra cucumbers to like throw underneath it to make the light turn green. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. know if it works like that, but cool. Well, I did oh, like the, the one the one engineer that tried to sort of explain it there before getting cut off. So <laughs> they were they were attempting to science their way mm-hmm. through that. <laughs> and then there's sand garden, they're drawing schematics. <laughs> oh, this thing will help improve the Cerritos efficiency. <laughs> but, no, don't trust sand schematics. 0.05%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And look at look at her over there. She's getting a massage. She's enjoying it. The spirit of things. And she's like tink building something yeah. <laughs> below her. Yeah. And what was it? Um, you um, um, like like Captain Freeman. Like she's just like losing her her ever loving mind. Like her her band goes from like I think it was like green to yellow to red to like black or something. To black. Yeah. Yeah. And like the lady's like. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, was she recently possessed by by an alien entity? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the number one thing you think exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, she was. Oh man! So like, yeah, Freeman's just like not having it, and like the engineers, like they're like being blamed. Like you know, if y'all would have just relaxed. Like, this wouldn't have happened. Like, none of us would be here, and this wouldn't be happening to her. Like, y'all are the cause of her stress. And there's this comment of um, that Freeman makes at one point, like, what, am I a joke? Am I being seen as, like, the worst captain in the fleet or something like that? No? No one? No one? I don't remember that joke. Well, I, I've said Carol Freeman's not a very good captain. Mm-hmm. See, before the show started, I had texted the guys. I was like, Eric, I think I know your favorite line of dialogue. I thought it was the puppy deviants. No. It was the it was the, uh, the Freeman thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Can you get in your shuttlecraft and just go home? No? Okay, cool. Good talk, good talk. <laughs> but anyway, they take Carol Freeman... They're they're gonna have to call Starfleet Medical, right? Because she's she's done lost it, mm-hmm. right? But they they like no, maybe we can calm her down, and they throw her in the puppy playpen. It's like you've even more had bunnies, more, more puppies, more. We've puppies. used all of them. It's not working. We used all. We went through bunnies in for more fat. <laughs> <laughs> and Carol Freeman's just in there, like get these damn bunnies away from me. 
<laughs> and engineers being engineers, they're like, guys, we engineered something. Like, we, we did a thing. It'll, it'll help you your stress. And it was like totally like this like Captain America, like super soldier box thing. It kind of did. But yep. And like, I didn't think of that when I saw it, but now that you right, said you can't that. unsee it, can you? Like, t in ten <laughs> seconds, you'll have like what ten days worth of like rest or something like that. Basically, I think is like really what it boiled down to. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you know? Like, like we throw her in and we hit the button and like it works. And I was kind of expecting she was gonna like explode and be like reintegrated or something like that. But that's that's fine. Um. And she's just so happy, but, like, our little spa director is not happy because, like, that thing can, like, potentially put him out of work. So, like, let's destroy the thing. And scene, basically. It was pretty, it was pretty it was, good. It was good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the pleasure, the pleasure barge. Karma barge. Mm -hmm. The pleasure barge. The karma barge is that from that terrible episode of Discovery. Guys, let's go win a lottery, shall we? Or at least program a win for a lottery. <laughs> so, this is where things get kind of weird. Um, we 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 figure out like how we can do it. So like, this wasn't like for so so we had to like sneak around to like get to this console to like hack the thing because you know like with com badges and everything like you can like trace like certain like movement like more easily than others so and there might be transporter logs exactly. and turbo lift logs and so you can't can't just go there and change it you gotta like hide your appearance or hide your whereabouts right. you could and i know this is a novel idea no, don't say it but you could take your badge off for a little bit like just leave it in your room and then like go just go David David <laughs> stop this is this is Star Trek we don't think in Star Trek okay <laughs> stop yeah. using your noggin Got okay it. we do we do nothing but magic and other contrived things in this in this particular franchise uh, yes of course yeah. how could I have been so come silly? on man come on um, so yeah, we have to we have to get like super sneaky in terms of getting from point A to point B, and um, that means we have to start out by going through the holodeck, where, oh, oh, um, <laughs> we have the reverse of the big goodbye. It's more of like the big hello going on. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, we have we have what we have Taana and um, we have Shax. They're basically doing. They're basically the gangsters in the Big Goodbye, and they're robbing a bank. Which I gotta say, I did enjoy that. Like that, we got like a little reverse on that. Like I did enjoy that. Um, well, I mean, it makes sense. You go into the holodeck. Like I don't. You go into the holodeck to do things that you can't do in the real world. Um, I don't know if any of you ever watched the show Sliders. Right, no. 
an interesting science fiction show in the 2000s. Jerry O'Connell, our Captain Ransom, was the main mm. character. Jonathan Re- Jonathan Reese Davies, who plays Gimli, was was one of the main characters as well. Uh, but anyway, um, there was an episode where they slid. They slid. They went to a parallel Earth where there was like a theme park where is essentially like these holodeck stories and one of them was like you're a detective and one of our characters was trying to like actually like be a detective and figure it out but he got paired up with somebody who just wanted to like shoot the bad guys he's like whatever it's just fantasy it's a, it doesn't matter we'll just go shoot everybody <laughs> i kept thinking about that as as i was watching this this right here yeah it was fun and this is this is just a little stupid minute detail um but apparently whoever did the animation here does not understand how a bullet works because (laughs) if you freeze frame on one of the projectiles it's just the entire bullet like casing and all that's not how a bullet works like you know the little shiny thing at the very end that's what comes out of the casing and goes forward not the entire bullet itself (laughs) it just it made me laugh Hmm. a little bit Hmm. it's like trying to shove a magazine into a revolver Hmm. well it's like those cartoonists that show that make a cartoon with a revolver but then they show the cartridge ejecting out of it like they don't know how that works yeah that's why that works (laughs) It's a small, stupid thing, but I it just like I happen to see it perfectly, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's 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 cute." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I loved how Shax was like, "Can we just stop this?" And and Doctor yeah. Thomas like, "You love robbing banks." He's yeah. like, "We never talk anymore. I died, and you never asked me about it." <laughs> it's like, oh, he's the sensitive hunk, right? Yeah. The the big strong man with the heart of gold. Here, you want to suck on these? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Classic lower decks. I never told anyone how I lost my tail. <laughs> hey, you want to you want, you see a little bit of this? You want to see a little bit of this? Stop it. just want to talk. <laughs> like, oh, no, I want to I hear the story about the tail. Come on, Tendy. <laughs> yeah, like they're all like hearing that like from behind like the wall and they're like just mortified and they're It looked like a trash can that like like doubled as like a like a ladder like Jeffrey's tube thing. Yeah. Yeah, they jumped into the trash can. There we go. <laughs> That's not quite what it was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why is there a swamp on this ship? <laughs> it's, it, it was part of our oh, upgrade, boy. man part of the upgrade why is there a big why are there dolphins with a, a swimming pool on our ship cetacean ops <laughs> it's cetacean ops man we say the swamp is just the underneath of the arboretum or whatever yeah it's for people who like flowers yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> I, I did like i did like his do botany <laughs> all right yeah sorry <laughs> I did like his little. Uh, oh shoot! What what was our um, what was our uh, officer? Uh, I can't remember the species now. Kayshawn, the tomato. Kayshawn, yeah. The his his line something about like somebody's mistress with their 
throat slit or something like that as he cuts off a piece of the it's like oh boy you really do have something for everything who huh? comes to space to be a gardener <laughs> there were so many good Oop, like liners Oop, like one liners in this yeah. episode um, so yeah, like we we end up, you know, we jump in like we miss like the big reveal of like how Dr. Donna, you know, lost her tail or whatever. Uh, but you know, we're we're navigating through like the Jeffrey's tubes and like you know we're following our path. It feels like it's taking forever, and uh, yeah, we end up in this like swamp area <sighs> where there's like gases that make us yeah, and like Tendi's like immune to it, but like. Boimler and Mariner just like have like one heck of a trip, man. I don't want to hatch. <laughs> it was warm in there. <laughs> Guys, hold on. I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll check out. I'll check out the cliff. Uh, uh, <laughs> snap out of it. Whoosh. Sorry for being so hard on yeah, you about that, the that's, egg. That's how you knock yourself out of that sort of that sort of thing. You just hit somebody with a stick. Snap out of it! Well, you're like just grabbing them and like throwing them like back into like the other side of like a Jeffrey's tube or whatever it is, like where there's more extra. Hey, as long as you're away from the fumes, you're good. Yeah, I, apparently, uh, I mean, she is a medical officer, so that's fine. Yeah, that's right. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. What's next? It's the the low gravity yeah. chamber. Yeah. Mm. Where Boimler's like flying around. He's like, what was it? What did he call himself? Low gravity yeah. boy. Yeah, like I'm low low. As something like very generic. Yeah. Low like gravity that. Boimler, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like we, we have like a quick little like, brief moment on the bridge where we're going through like, um, like some like asteroids or something like that. And, like, hey. Ransom, should we just like shoot these? Like, no, that's what we have a deflector dish for. <laughs> Duh. Turn on. Do the work for us. And uh, turns out that's kind of where they're kind of hanging out. Or there's like some system connected to it. Like, that's where they're hanging out. And uh, the girls, they get out, but Boimler is kind of like stuck spinning around, turning into a pancake. So definitely not dying. No, you that'd be probably insta permadeath right there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Minor yeah, detail. Yeah, but remember Ransom Ransom got a boulder dropped on him <laughs> episode last season. Cartoon physics, and yes. He was fine. He was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, his he just fine. turned into a head in the season premiere last season. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the girls have to like just take off their uniforms like kind of fashion into like a quick rope and like kind of what anchor themselves and hold on for dear life trying to get him out and like I thought it was handled well I thought it was like all things considered I thought it was that that was handled very tastefully that yeah I, I don't have any either. problems with that it was handled well for a cartoon <laughs> there we go what if that what if that same thing happened in live action what do you think well I feel like they did that in a in a Stargate episode we're like, sorry, Atlantis, where like McKay, Carter, and <clears throat> the dog, Jewel Stady, whatever her dog, Dr. Keller, they like fell down a hole 
and they had to like oh, that try to right. get up to the surface. And I think they took like their clothes off to try to make like a rope. Gosh, you're right. Yeah, I'm a, more, grappling more, hook more, it up. More my point. I'm just thinking of the suction from this blender thing here. Uh, that just sort of seems like uh, yeah. I mean, like a couple of uh, just uniforms uh, anchoring you down. That's all you need, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to know what the G-force is, Eric. Let's uh, let's calculate out the G-force. Uh, so, uh, how many frames would it take to spin the blade in a full rotation? I don't know. I don't know that. Can you math for me, Eric? It's too late. It's too late, it's too late for math. It's never, <laughs> Eric. It's too late. Eric, it's never too late too for math. Late, too late for math. <laughs> It's the remix, right? It's the remix to ignition. Okay, so anyway, that's after that's Blender. Weird, right? That's a weird out parody, right? Too late for math. Oh my God, it's never too late for math. I can't believe I said that. Anyway, we get out of there and we like, eventually we run into Delta Shift, yeah. right? Yeah. They're still on their way up. We're still on our way up and we run into each other. Yeah, we, we end up in this like little junction area and... Like it's a it's a little hatch that opens once every ten seconds, and we all end up in the same, or one every, for ten seconds once an hour. Sorry, um, and we have like a little bonding moment for a little while, and things are, seem to be going well, and um, you know it's like we we think we have like some common ground, and like hatch comes open, and they're like suckers, and like they just get the heck out of there, kick them, you know, like we kind of kind of saw the double cross kind of happening. A mile away type of thing yeah uh, but we did we did learn a very important story story about churros <clears throat> Good old ransom's ransom's churro wife mm. effigy mm -hmm. made of churros that he refreshes <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So we see some like little water that's like kind of trickling out. Um, and mind you, like the Cerritos has had like some refits. So like all the schematics, I guess, haven't been quite updated to like understand like mapping and stuff basically on, on their pads. Um, but we like knock it open. And it's like a little, little water slide. And it takes us like basically straight to the little terminal where we can do the thing. And um, the our our folks like they have like this change of heart like no let's stick together because we're only going to be lower deckers for so long and blah 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 blah. Well, well, they also find out it's not four rooms it's on one deck room. one; it's one room on deck four, and they're like, "Well, we're going to get our own room soon anyway when we get promoted." Yep. yep. So like, let them let them stick it out for their one yep. room. <clears throat> and um, anyway. That's uh, more or less it. I mean, like, we see, like, the aftermath, like, when we all get reunited together. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Delta shifters they get do. the room, and they exactly. turn it into their own little party room. I'm like, God, we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. And Rutherford finds out, like, guys, why aren't you thinking of me, man? Like. I would have loved that. <laughs> but we would have been split up. Just relax. I am relaxed. <laughs> and scene. And scene. 
Yeah, yeah, good stuff, stuff. I think. It was it was a good episode, I thought. Um, I felt like, I I said this, I think, pre-show, but I felt like this episode went by really fast. Like, I I don't know if it just went by really fast or just felt like a really short episode or a combination of the two, but um, time just seemed to fly whenever I was watching this particular episode, so maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. Mm -hmm. So, guys, let's, uh, if you all have any more comments, which I'm assuming you don't, Let's move into the evaluation piece, uh, starting with the Delta. So looking at the different divisions of Starfleet service and how well they were or were not represented, starting with, um, um, not starting with, but looking at command, uh, like with leadership and leadership-related things, um, operations such as engineering, logistics, communications, stuff like that, and science. So with that, David, what do you think, man? Oh, boy. All right. So I think... Um... I don't, I don't really have much in the way for command in this episode. Um, hopefully, you guys can maybe tease out some of that for me. Uh, we we kind of saw, you know, the the commanding officer just go slightly insane in a way that even puppies couldn't cure with little bunnies. So, I'm not quite sure where a command aspect is uh in that so i I just i don't i don't see that at all um engineering however (laughs) there was a lot of engineering (laughs) now whether it was on the realm of you know explainable like uh we're we're drawing a schematic in the sand or fixing a door or uh taking off bits of rock off of panels or you know all that general sort of stuff um i think that was fairly present I, i do think that the whole revitalization chamber the the captain america super soldier serum chamber was a little bit um ridiculous and unexplained but i I do think that they were fairly present with you know fixing things throughout the episode uh so i i'm i'm cool with engineering it was you know a pretty I, i think it was a focal highlight is that we were highlighting engineering here and all the hard work that they've done um science though you know, th- there is there is a point where science and engineering do walk a bit of a line together, and I think if they would have explained their little revitalization machine, you know, it might have, you know, brought in a little bit more into the, sort of the science aspect of that. Um, but I mean, we didn't, and I hope you guys can contradict me, but like, I don't really see us sciencing our way out of anything in, in this episode. I mean, even like when we're tripping, uh, when we're tripping off of noxious gases from the bottom level of the Arboretum, we just kind of whacked people with sticks and got them out, uh, got them out of there, get, get them into fresh air. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't really see much in the way of science, but I'll give it an engineering. The other two, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really comfortable with giving a delta for this. Okay. Eric, what do you think of me? You know, I, I think I'm with you right there on the science. It's like, yeah, we we got out of the toxic fumes, but like, just by getting out of it, we got out of the 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 deflector control area just by, you know, rope using rope. They turn our clothes into rope essentially it's not really sciencing it um so yeah I, yeah i'm having a hard time finding science i think your engineering is like 
yeah, there's definitely engineering. Engineers gonna engineer, right? <laughs> They're gonna tinker. They're gonna do stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, engineering absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back on the on the on the command, and I'm actually gonna give Carol Freeman a compliment here. Mm. I know. Write this down. What what day? What's the date? What's the time? When did I I'm writing it right give now? Carol Freeman a compliment. <laughs> like, gave. this seems like. This seems like a person who finally legitimately cares about her crew. And I don't know if I I don't know if I could say that about her before. She like like the like Boimler was getting chased by some creature on a hunt last week. She's like, yeah, let him go hunt. You know, it's like, who cares? And she it's like sometimes she just doesn't seem like she cares and she's really incompetent. Like she left her own like in that I excrement episode last season, she left four people behind in space while they flew off, warped away somewhere. It's like incompetence there. But this seems like she legitimately cares for the the mental well, mental and physical well being of her engineering staff here. Like, and she like wants them to get better. She wants them to enjoy this, like not just so her ship can run better, but like for them and i i think that's command so i, I want to give carol freeman a command delta for this wow. episode okay okay yeah i actually have it rec recorded right here okay right there <laughs> right right this down mark, mark the date and time in the log okay so i'm going to push back too because why not why not so <clears throat> if memory serves uh, Commander Deanna Troy. She wore a blue science uniform. Is that is that correct? That's correct. When she finally yeah. got back in. Uniform. Yeah, season one and basically season seven, if I'm not mistaken. Six, yeah, back half of season yeah. six. Six and seven, yeah. She wore a blue uniform, which means mental health is uh, <laughs> science division. So there's some evidence-based practices that are kind of taking place on our little dove barge or karma barge or our spa day joint um, by focusing on um, some self-care stuff and trying to um, find ways to create outlets to manage your stress. There's science there. There's some, some evidence-based psychological type stuff that's present and it's even though there's like some comedic effect there, it's there. Um, so, so go team mental health on this one. So, so science gets it for me with that. Now, yeah, sorry, I, Chase. I think that's a, I think that's a great thing you just said. I think yeah, for sure. All too often we focus on science as being like the the physical sciences, mm -hmm. right? And and you're talking about the mental sciences, and that can get overlooked. And I think that that. It's a shame that we overlooked that, and I'm really glad that you you mentioned that. Absolutely, there. I, would, I mean, it's my job. <laughs> yeah, it's your job, but like, it's still yeah. like David and I didn't even think about yeah. it. Well, you you know what? Because you guys have been pushing back, I want to push back and say I'm not glad. Okay, Chase, I'm not glad that you pointed that out. Okay, <laughs> pushing back. I mean, I'm you do you, back. bud. You do you. <laughs> um, but like, even from like like apart from that. I know it's like maybe like a reverse kind of perspective. And again, it was for comedic effect, like with like them tripping out, like in like little swamp area land or whatever. But like Tendi was saying like, 
I know um, Orion's like we're immune to it, but like not too sure about this. Like even though like it wasn't like tricorder in hand and like recording stuff, like we still have an experience that we can document like on the back half of this, of like saying like whatever this vine, this flower, this whatever this was, humans have issues with it. So it wasn't outright stated like we might be used to like with lines of dialogue in a Star Trek episode, but I still think that there's something there. But I think it's more evident in like the mental health side of things that we were seeing on on the Dove, like with the engineering crew. So that's all I got. So I mean, um, the rest of it, I agree. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go against you, um, y'all, with like the engineering and the even the command. Like I can I can see what you're saying, like with Captain Freeman as well. Um, even if it came off kind of weird in the episode like just how stressed she was with stuff but um yeah so with that let's move into our numerical rating so um on a scale of one to ten one being a dumpster fire and ten being absolutely amazing how do we rate this episode eric what are you thinking man well as you listen to this episode i hope you could tell that i enjoyed it right like I was laughing a lot as we were talking True about story. it, you know, rem- remembering all the things that happened. I enjoyed the heck out of this episode. I really did. And I've been enjoying the heck out of, like, this season. As I said at the start, like, something has changed, a switch has flipped, right? And this show has just gotten better. Um, we're not trying to cram in four or five different stories. How much Star Trek can we fit? Can we get into Star Trek? Like, there are, there probably are a couple of sex jokes in this episode, but they're not like the main. The episode is not built around this sex joke. Um, and I think it was I think it was done well. Um, but man, I I enjoyed this episode so much. And like, this is this is lower decks like. At its like fulfilling its premise as best it can, right? The Cerritos is not an important ship. Like supposedly, it's not an important ship. It's a support ship, and so like we're not out doing something important. We're just, you know, visiting a pleasure barge or whatever, like a, a, a spa thing. And then I've said it before: if you've got your main characters, your Boimler, your Beckett, your your um. Tendi and your Rutherford, if they're like the ones going on the missions and doing the things, well, that's not the premise of Lower Decks. And again, nothing that that our people were doing on the Cerritos really mattered. It was just like, hey, we're doing something, but in the end, like it doesn't matter. And that's so much fulfilling the premise of this show. And and I and I really love it for that. And so, I don't know if you guys are ready for this or I'm, not. Phew, I'm I'm sitting down for this one. I'm gonna give this episode a nine. I, 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 this episode is fantastic. Like I, this is like, fulfills the premise of Lower Decks, like perfectly for me. Hold up, hold up. Oh boy, wow, Eric, Eric. Not yet. I just, that's why I wanted to go first so you guys would. I'll blow your minds. Now you have to reevaluate. You're darn right. You gotta... I know. I have I have been like some you gotta check me and see if I'm like 
an alien in this body for giving so much praise to this show. Eric, you haven't given a nine to a Lower Decks episode <clears throat> since Wedge Dush. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, in fact, not... This episode is like... This episode is like a smidge not quite as good as, as Wedge Dush because... Like, that episode was just amazing, like, hilarious, and, like, the perfect Lower Decks episode, in my opinion. This is, like, still a nine, but it's just, like, a smidge lower. Wow. So, like, that's, like, a... So, Wedge Doge is, like, a 9.02, and this is, like, what, a 9.01 or something? Yeah, something like that. This this, this might be, like, a an 8.96. Like, it's rounded up to, it. a, a, to okay. a nine, right? <laughs> Wow, nine, Eric, bud. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. Dave. It's late. He just he just had fast food. I don't like it. <laughs> Something wrong David, here. David, how quickly can you get down here? We need a, we need an intervention. We need to check on him. We need to do a welfare well, let's check. Let's see. A typical flight is. <laughs> <laughs> can you catch the red eye? We need to do a welfare check, man. Goodness. All right. In all seriousness, though, Dave, just yeah, go, go to San Antonio just to just to check up. All right. What are you thinking, Bud? What are you thinking, David? Oh wow. Um, yeah, that's a that's a hefty that's a hefty rating. So. So the, the highest rated episode we we've all collectively done here was the least dangerous game for this season, yes. Yes, I, for the I I'm yeah, I I'm only thinking about this yeah. season. I, I I think that um I think that I would have to really think at the end when we do a retrospective kind of where that sits and I'll have to do some rethinking. I think when we get to the end here. So, cause I don't necessarily know if this is the best episode of this season so far, but it was a really, really good episode of lower decks. Like it had a ton of one liners. It was genuinely funny where it should be funny. It wasn't forced humor. Um, and even certain things that I think like, might have probably pushed a little bit of the envelope in the negative direction for us in prior seasons. You know, for example, like the doctor's, you know, sexual shenanigans and even the, the, the whole, you know, hey, let's take our clothes off to make rope type of thing. I think that in different times that probably would have put us into more of a negative than a positive. But like Eric said during some of the episode here, everything was just done in such a tasteful, well-formatted form that it just, it kind of overrides a lot of that. And it really goes to the, um, to the point where if you have good writing, mm. you can get away with a lot. Or if you have good writing, you can make a lot seem like just another part of the show. And, uh, and again, like I, I can't emphasize enough that this show is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be like the, well, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but it's kind of like the Rick and Morty of like Star Trek. It's, it's, it's offbeat. 
you know, cartoon humor, cartoon physics and, and all that stuff. And that's that's genuinely not a bad thing, but haven't had a really good time up until now really watching any of this. And I think the cool thing is, is that now we're we're four episodes in and it still continues to be really, really good. Um, I liked our, our little kind of adventure that we took with our with our lower deckers here, um, despite the fact that it really wasn't needed. Just put your comm badge in the cabin, whatever. Um, and then I, I liked our sort of uh, pleasure barge therapy session thing as well and it was it was kind of funny to see engineers just being engineers and, and constantly having to solve a problem and getting caught doing it and you know it's like get a little slap on the hand what are you doing so um i i i think you know when you when you hone down on what you want to say in an episode you write it well you can put a lot of other stuff in there and i think even some of the because there, there was there was a little bit more cursing. A lot of it was covered up with bleeps. But I think given the sort of gravity of the episode and that everybody's overly stressed, overworked, yeah. and they need to wind down, it makes a lot more sense. Again, it's putting these sort of things that might not make sense in other scenarios into a scenario where it makes sense. So somebody's clearly thinking about this show more now. And I'm just hoping that's because they got enough crap about nothing making sense. I mean, you, you in the very beginning, you make your uh, sort of allusion back to a next-gen episode with the sentient mask deal. Cool. But you don't keep trying to bang on more and more points and uh, all over the place, so it's, it's, it's metered. Um, I do not feel good giving this a nine. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that maybe this won't budge up eventually. I think that's a that's a very very strong score, um, but I'm actually going to go a little higher as well because I really did find myself laughing a lot, enjoying the structure, enjoying the ride, and because they were able to pile in all the rest of the stuff that they tried to do that didn't work into an episode that finally worked because they thought about it. I'm gonna throw this out at an 8.8. .8. Wow! And then I'm going to rethink some of the beginning of the season later on when we get to retrospective wow. time. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, guys. I should have got first. <laughs> we we hurt Chase's head. <laughs> 6.2, guys. Wow, you're being generous, aren't you? That's a 3.3. .3. Come on now. 3.3. .3. Um, man. I don't even know what to do. Like, I... Look, coming into this, like I kind of expected there to be like some good scores, honestly, but like I didn't expect it to be this good. I don't know what to do with you two right now. <laughs> I have no idea what to do with you two right now. Just just listen to your heart, Chase. What does your heart tell you? You go to bed. That's what he's that's what's telling me. <laughs> I'll take a nap or something. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, now I feel dirty about like how I done did last week's episode, like with Gosh, man. Okay. I don't I don't know what to do. 
I don't, I, I just don't, I, I got, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Someone pick a number for it's me. Broken. How about that? <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Chase gave it a 10. Oh. Uh, yeah. Take that, Eric. Take that, Eric. I'll see your nine. I'll raise you a t- 10. Oh, okay. Um, this is, this was a fun episode. This was, um, this was fun. And we've had some really good, good stories. And the thing about this season for me, and I think it's probably the same for y'all in, in certain ways is the fact that this season I am consistently, literally laughing out loud. Like it's it just, like they're just like even like watching it with, like, without my my wife, like I laugh out loud, watching this like without anyone around, and that's got to be like something's got to be pretty funny for me to like laugh by myself out loud. <sighs> I feel dirty doing this like because of. How, my, my logic of last week. My logic is flawed. I'm not a Vulcan, apparently. Shocker. Um. Man. See, last week I gave the the mining minding the minds minds an eight point one because I thought I enjoyed um, least dangerous game better, um, and I thought it was slightly better than grounded. But these are, like, I guess, like, as we go, like, here, this is why it's giving me an issue. And I blame David for this. Like, even going into this, I'm thinking, like, re- even rethinking, like, how I'm, I even rated prior week's episodes. So, like, that's, like, in my head right now of, do I actually need to go back and, like, change these scores? You know, especially, I guess that will happen when we do our retrospective, if anything. I think I'm just going to have to live with, at this point, just so we can move on, and this episode doesn't last until season 42 of Lower Decks before I make a decision. Um, I think just for now, um, I feel comfortable um, giving it, because, like again, like everything y'all are saying, I agree with. And... Everything was done tastefully. It was I thought it was smart. There was humor. There were all the things that I would probably expect from a comedy Star Trek type show like Lower Decks was set out to be, focusing on Boimler. Mariner is becoming less and less annoying for me, which is always a plus. So um, without biting off more than I can chew right now and leaving the door open for a future uh, reevaluation during the retro, I'm going to have to just copy David on this one and do an 8-8. Nice. So, um, I haven't looked at, this is what I always enjoy, Like I, I, I never look at um, IMDB going into this, but... Well, I mean, that's why you keep that's me That's exactly here, right? why we keep you around. <laughs> so, our, our average rating is an 8.86, or just rounded up to an 8-9 basically. So I'm wondering what mm-hmm. IMDB or Rotten Tomatoes or any of them folks are, are saying about this particular episode. <clears throat> okay. So for some context, episode one on IMDB has a 7.8. Okay. 
Episode 2 has a 7.7. Episode 3 has a 7.4, which... Okay. This episode, so far today, it only has 45 ratings so far, but it is an 8.0. So it's the highest rated of the four episodes so far. So we're kind of tracking in terms of, like, trends, even if it's, like, slightly elevated there's like still some kind of like parallel of sorts yeah okay. mm-hmm. pretty cool pretty cool pretty cool guys this is wild like i've i feel i don't know what to do with myself right now like this is weird <laughs> this is i mean it's okay to like star trek chase yeah. like i want to right. i want to come here every week and give good ratings like like that's why I don't mind giving it a nine because I'm enjoying it and I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy Star Trek. I want I want every episode to be a nine, every yep. episode to be a ten, yep. right? I know it's not gonna happen, but I want that, and I'm just enjoying the mess out of this season yep. so far. Yeah, I mean, Eric, your average rating so far this season is an eight point two. David an eight and a quarter, and mine's an eight point three five. Like, we are in eight territory for mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're pretty high. I mean, hopefully, I want it to keep that yeah. up. I want it to keep that yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, before we say anything we're going to regret, let's move on to the most important part of the show. Let's go to the Twitter poll. Twitter poll. All right, fellas. So, um... Really important question time that I uh, I pulled the Twitterverse on. Here we go. What would you be most likely to enter a lottery for? Your options are pizza, gold-pressed latinum, your dream vehicle, and glory to you and your house. <laughs> All right. Pizza? Gold press yep. latinum. Your dream vehicle. What was the third one? Your dream vehicle. And then glory to you. Yeah, we gotta house. say it just like Glory to you. To house. And your house. In your house. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw the picture I posted on, on I did. the on I did. the Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the Royal Succession line. <laughs> and Galron was like number seven. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. So pizza, gold. I'm not. What am I gonna do with gold press latinum on Earth? Like, no one knows what that is. Like, I don't know. Well, it is gold. Even, so it is gold. Gold. But like, what do people know what latinum is gold. on Earth? Like, does that like some some science nerd would probably really enjoy it? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if I take it to a world famous gold and silver pond in Las Vegas, <laughs> what are they gonna give me for it? Give me five bucks. <laughs> I know. I know the old man loves gold, right? I don't even know if the old man is still around, but he's, I know he, he like he's not works up whenever he he's gold. Is he dead or is he just not? Yeah, like, yeah no, he, in, he passed. Yeah. Okay, I have a, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Rip a piece. Sorry. <laughs> um. I can get pizza whenever I want. It's not that expensive. I don't need to be in the lottery for pizza. Is it like I mean, I'm pizza sure there's some. Life? I'm sure there's like some fancy pizza out it's there. Lifelong like, pizza, you know, lifelong supply of pizza. Pizza for life lifelong. from anywhere you want it. Ooh, yeah. I mean, glory to you 
And your house. It's probably not that important to me. Um, my dream car. What is your dream car? You know, like, those new Ford Broncos are pretty nice. Uh, Get one of those all tricked out, right? Uh, sure. But that that's probably, at the end of the day, it's probably only, like, 50,000 right? That's not that, like, right? <laughs> right? I mean, well, nowadays it's, it's probably more like 60, 70 grand just because of the okay. economy. I guess I would choose the car because I don't think the other ones are worth it. But pizza might be the answer. And people might have just been funny and be like, glory to you your house there's always that people just being That's funny yeah. well, let me break this down to you so pizza pizza's temporary okay <laughs> you can get sick of pizza and yes you can get sick of pizza car maintenance upkeep I mean that car is not going to last forever either gold press latinum Eric's right that that really doesn't have it, ha it has only so much value on earth and you know what even if it were currency it only lasts so long until it's gone but glory to you and your house lasts forever. i think that should be like a mastercard commercial <laughs> <laughs> pizza 12 bucks gold press latinum 250 bucks your dream vehicle twenty thousand dollars glory to you and your house, your house. priceless <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay all right all right shall we go to the results <laughs> all right all right guys so Coming in in fourth place, last place, with 0% of the vote. Mamma Mia, it's a pizza. 0%. Because you can get sick of pizza. Yeah. Coming in in third place with 22.2% of the vote. Mm. No glory to you or your house. All right, so our runner-up with one-third of the vote, Gold Press Latinum, which means with 44.4% of the vote, our winner is your dream vehicle. Wow. Right. <laughs> David, you with your Vulcan logic, you lose. <laughs> well, while all of you are sitting with your fancy cars broken down on the side of a highway, as my glory is forever. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. No discommendation for David, that's for sure. Think, think back to this moment. <laughs> Remember this. All right, fellas, that's it. That's it. Um, thanks, as always, for, for talking Trek with, uh, with me. And um, to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Uh, what do you think? Are you, are, I mean, are all the listeners, are y'all, like, just as crazy as we are, and, like, giving it, like, this show the season so far like crazy high scores please tell us that we're not alone please we don't want to be alone 
it's not good to be alone. Um, anyways, if you want to let us know kind of like how you're feeling about the season, you can interact with us um, on the line. We're on all the things, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at TRTVPod. You can also um, get in contact with us by opening up hailing frequencies and entering in coordinates to TRTVPod at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. Remember, there is a three-minute limit before things go sideways, so uh, you know, watch out. Like We don't want to you know, be tripping on like some random flower spores in a swamp on a ship. That's weird. Um, finally, if you want to mail us something like a a letter or you know a violin that you just got done tuning for us you can send it to the lone star station p.o box 2455 azel texas 76098 everyone thank you so much for tuning in and as always remember to boldly go and make it so